Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Today we are going to be looking at the astrological energies from June 2nd until June 9th, 2021, discussing what is going on, what may be coming up for you, and the best ways to move through this current cycle of energies. We are moving through eclipse season and we are currently in the middle of an eclipse sandwich as we build up to the Gemini solar eclipse on June 10th, which is happening at 20 degrees of Gemini. I do have that chart video for you on YouTube that goes into more of the specifics of this energy. And then I have done a few podcast episodes for you on this solar eclipse as well, because this is a very strong burst of in coming energy. This is when the sun is really being ignited. There's an energetic frequency that is speeding up and especially in Gemini where the energy wants to move fast. It wants to move ahead. So there is a shift here and it feels like a shift in our individual timelines as well as our collective timelines. So we'll be talking more about the buildup to that energy because we do have some interesting dynamics happening this week. We now have Venus entering Cancer on June 2nd. We also have this building energy between Mars in Cancer opposing Pluto in Capricorn on June 5th. And then Mercury retrograde is going to make an exact square again to Neptune in Pisces. There are a few other energies that we will be discussing in today's show, but those are some of the bigger energetic highlights. And I did want to start by sharing with you this really quick, interesting tidbit that was shared with me by my painter, from earlier this year. Earlier this year, I was having the interiors of my house painted. Variety of colors in different rooms, lots of choices, lots of decisions. And the painter was telling me that when someone tells him they don't like how the color looks on the wall after he's done the work, his first response or his first tidbit to them is to change your light bulbs. Because there's so many light bulbs on the market these days, uh, whether that's soft light or bright light. He's like, the changing of the light bulbs will change what you see, he says, because it's the source of light that shifts what we see. And that right there carried a lot of meaning, where the source of light is going to shine differently. It's going to create a different appearance. It's going to change not only what we see, but how we see it. And that seemed to be a beautiful way to describe this upcoming Gemini solar eclipse, where the source of light is changing. It's shifting, meaning what we see and how we see it is going to look different, especially after the sun is shifted through these eclipse energies, we have to remember that the sun is very alive. The sun has a very bright consciousness, a very fast moving frequency, and clearly a very high vibration. And the sun is alive. It is always active and moving and shifting. And we feel that more during these eclipse periods. So we're receiving new neutrinos from the sun. We're receiving new blasts of light, especially in the forms of solar flares and coronal mass ejections. We have 
a lot of energy that we feel from the sun. And during these bigger energy periods, we feel them more. So the light is changing. What you see will shift and alter. And this can certainly help with understanding more about what you want in your life, what you're creating, what matters to you. And all of that energy, the energy of new beginnings, is strongly supported with this June 10th solar eclipse. The Gemini energy is quite dynamic and it's made for doing things quickly in short bursts of time. And this is how you can manage your own energy and work with what is happening now. So for example, if you can break down something into smaller components, manageable size projects and move through them quickly, you're going to be more productive than if you were to tackle something big and maybe feel like it's too much, there's overwhelm, you're getting distracted. But it's about focusing on what is easier to do quickly, what can you do in a smaller portion that still makes progress and leads you forward. Now with this Mercury retrograde, Of course, we have the redo, reconsider, reprioritize energy heightened. So you could do something once and then realize, no, it would be better like this, or actually I prefer it like that. So there is, of course, the back and forth that is very possible at this time. And Gemini is one of the energies of duality of the zodiac, where we do something twice. We learn it first and then we teach it, or we think about it and then we speak it, and then maybe we have to re-communicate it. So the Gemini energy is actually comfortable doing things twice. And with this Mercury retrograde, especially squaring Neptune and Pisces, there's the opportunity to just stay open, to not be too attached, to just be like, all right, I'm going to do this and get this done, and then move on to something else, and maybe something will come back around. And if so... There will be a new way to do it or a better way to do it. So it's almost like just flowing with the energy will keep you moving forward and will also be easier and lighter. It's so that we're not getting locked in. We're not being too rigid or fixed in any particular outcome right now. We're just staying open to the flows, open to the possibilities and trusting that it's okay to not have all the answers just yet. Another thing with this Gemini energy is that we can really feel mentally engaged with something where we're thinking about it or overthinking, Uh, the mind is running, there's a lot happening all around us, a lot of stimuli, information, a lot going on on social media, a lot happening on our devices. There's just a lot of information that's been circling around us for years now, but in Gemini season, it can feel like it gets faster. One thing you can do that can help with balancing this is when you are in the right environment, it can be very helpful to simply close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, look at what shifts in your awareness. You could feel that as your eyes close, you know, for 30 seconds, two minutes, that your mind calms down because then you're not relying on your visual aids, right? You're not relying on everything you see to speak to you. You're not energetically connecting with it. When you close your eyes, you might feel that parts of your brain relax, that parts of your energy field open up, 
And this is just a very simple exercise to do when you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious or there's a lot going on and you just need a break. And it's so basic. It's probably something that you've done before and you just do regularly because it's very easy to just close our eyes. But the information I've been receiving is that when we do this intentionally, it can be really good for our nervous systems. It can be really good to just slow down and regulate the parts of ourselves that are always going and moving and processing. It's that closing the eyes, taking the deep breaths, slowing down what we're taking in then affects what we're experiencing and feeling. So very basic tip here, but it can be very useful during Gemini season and also during this Mercury retrograde season. And also when we just stop to close our eyes, we're able to tune into our body more where you can feel the expansion of breath in your lungs. You can take deeper breaths that really fill up and empty out your diaphragm. You can be very aware of what your body is communicating to you, uh, where your muscles are tight or where your muscles are needing your attention. There can be a lot that comes through that isn't visual. So closing the eyes and just allowing other parts of your energy to speak to you might be very balancing and very supportive at this time and also return you to a sense of self, a sense of your own energy and your own consciousness that can feel very empowering as well as calming. And so this calming energy is a beautiful segue into Venus now entering Cancer. And this is an energy that she really enjoys. This brings her back to herself, back to her own environment and her heart. This is where we can feel that our hearts are expanding and softening. Venus in Cancer is soft. She can be sentimental. She can be really feeling more of what's happening in her environment. And because of that, we become more aware of our environment. What's in your room? What's in your house? What's happening all around you? And how does it feel? So Cancer is the first water sign and it's our first experiences with our feelings. It brings us into our feelings, into what's happening within ourselves, and we get to check in on what we need and what is essential. So there is a focus here on the self-care, on what you're needing energetically to really feel that you can relax in the world, that you can just lean back, sit back, and remember that you're safe. And so this energy in Cancer is very interesting because that Venus in Cancer is where we really tune into more of our energy needs and our intuition. It's our first experience of trusting our intuition. That's what the Cancer energy is here in the Zodiac, where it's your first entry point into what do I feel and what am I feeling and sensing and picking up that's outside of my mind and outside of my body. So I'm connecting with more energy streams that are revealing to me even more of who I am and what I need. That cancer energy wants to feel comforted and taken care of. And so it is associated with family, your biological family, your immediate family. It's also associated with your first experience of family, which is also your first experience of a tribe. 
And so we have this Venus in Cancer that is reminding us of what we need to feel connected to people, especially at a heart level, at a more feminine level of feeling seen, feeling acknowledged, feeling loved. But we also have this interesting building energy of Mars in Cancer that's opposing Pluto in Capricorn. This is happening at 26 degrees and it will be exact on June 5th. And this energy is possibly showing you a growing tension or power struggle between what feels good, what you need, what you're looking for in your world, and then what is showing up that maybe you're needing to fight for. This can be the energy of battles and discontent and tension. Uh, This is the energy of power struggles. And it can also feel like this energy has come around before, where it's something is coming up again, Because Mars is in Cancer. Cancer is associated with childhood. Again, our first experiences of our emotions and of our family. Our first experiences of feeling safe, feeling loved, feeling acknowledged. And this energy of Mars in Cancer opposing Pluto in Capricorn can really be stirring up where you do not feel safe in a part of your life, whether that's with another individual, in a relationship, in a family dynamic, or even just with someone else or something else that feels like a threat. And that cancer energy will pick up on threats. So Mars in cancer is going to want to be defensive and self-protected. He's going to want to really be clear in his boundaries. And so this could be a time when you are having to be very clear in your energy boundaries. And it could be that you're feeling that Pluto Capricorn energy pulling at you, like asking you to do more, requiring you to do more. Uh, There can be expectations and responsibilities here. There can be things that were never communicated, but you felt it and you felt the energy rise up and then it leads to maybe anger or resentment or a sense of, well, I have to fight for something. I have to demonstrate what matters to me and I also have to demonstrate my boundaries. So the healthiest way to work with this energy of Mars in Cancer opposing Pluto retrograde in Capricorn is to be aware of your boundaries, where you need to say no. Because part of the dance between Cancer and Capricorn is that Capricorn will make demands and make requests and say, okay, you need to do this. You're going to do this. This is what has to get done. We have a budget. We have a timeline. Uh, This is where you have responsibilities. So that Pluto in Capricorn can be a force that is calling our energy into something. And you might feel a resistance And that Mars in Cancer is wanting to resist. It doesn't want to give in. It doesn't want to do what it's told. It can be defiant or rebellious. And it can say, you know, I'm not going to give right now. Because that Cancer energy can be very supportive, very giving, very nurturing. What do you need? I'll be there for you. I can help you out. But this is a dynamic of boundaries right now, of really looking at where your energy is going, but I feel like it runs deeper. I feel like it runs into some of our own unconscious patterns and habits that we are maybe seeing in a new way. So going back to that little story about 
When the source of light changes, you see things differently. You are going to see something differently here. As we move through June, you're going to see yourself differently. You're going to see maybe parts of yourself that you could at first, I'm going to say judge as weak or feel like, why did I do that? Why did I engage in that? Why did I participate in that? Kind of this looking at the past energy, which is cancer. Uh, With both Venus in cancer and Mars in cancer, we can be looking at what has already happened and then emotionally reflecting on it. Uh, That energy of cancer can be sentimental. It can show us what we've been through. And when we stop and take a break and we feel into it, we tap into more of our truth. And so you could see something or feel something around, this could be the recent past. You know, this could be, you know, last week or last month, or it could be years ago. But that cancer energy pulls us into a previous timeline and says, this is what came up. And then you start to feel it or start to tap into what was happening for you at a deeper level. And it can just stir up some more emotions. So there's something about this time period that can feel extra emotional about things that have happened in your life, things that have happened in the past. And so one way to work with this is that that Pluto in Capricorn can help you gain clarity. And this can be a dividing line. It's similar, which is a boundary, by the way. It's an energetic boundary. When you say, I'm never going back to that version of myself, or I never want to experience that again, or I don't want to make that same choice or that same action, that same behavior, or I just don't want to continue cycling in something. Because that cancer energy will cycle in the same behaviors and the same actions out of security. So there's an energy here of seeing something in yourself differently, of being aware of a new boundary or drawing a new line in the sand. There's something coming up over this next week where you may feel that you're going to make a new commitment to yourself, a new commitment around what you want, what you require, what your standards are of yourself. So this is a personal energy right now. And then that is then what will inspire you going forward. It will shift you. It will change you. And change is the name of the game right now. With all these energies moving about, changing up our lives. I feel like this opposition between Mars and Pluto, yes, it can play out in the world at large in very big ways, but at a personal level, at an energetic level, that Pluto always wants us to see where we were not in our power, wants us to transform and elevate something in ourselves. And I feel like it's connecting to parts of ourselves that we just weren't aware of. We just weren't conscious of. We didn't see it in a certain way. We didn't see it in a certain light. But there could be messages coming through where you realize something that, again, maybe you didn't see before. You're ready to do it differently, which is Mars. Mars is about action. Mars is about how we assert ourselves and how we go after what we want. It's about how we show up in the world. And also it can support us in that healthy ego. Well, right now that ego is being dismantled. Pluto is dismantling the ego. It's also dismantling the barriers 
that we've had up around our emotions because that Mars, again, can be defensive and very protective around the tenderness of cancer, the tenderness of our hearts, the tenderness of what we feel. And that's appropriate because, of course, it's not appropriate to maybe put too much of yourself out into the world if that's not who you are or if that isn't what's necessary, especially in, say, a professional environment where you don't show up to a meeting and start crying and bawling about something happening in your home life, right? There's boundaries, there's different standards and expectations about how we show up in different parts of our life. What this energy is showing you is where you can trust yourself and what you feel and feel safe in that, which is the energy of cancer, and have stronger boundaries around what that feels like and what that looks like for you. And I feel like this Mars is also seeing parts of his own energy that have been maybe overactive, you know, over-defensive, over-protected. And then he's going through this shift here through the opposition to Pluto that's showing him where he can handle something differently or change something within himself. So there's multiple layers of energy at play, but you could feel this power struggle in yourself where how do I maintain a sense of control and power in who I am and how do I open or how do I soften or how do I trust what I feel? And I think that part of this dynamic period we're in is just bringing our consciousness to what is shifting and evolving and that you don't have to force it, that maybe you're just aware of something now and you're ready to release a guard or put down a shield or drop the armor, uh, something where you don't have to overly defend or overly fight. So keep that in mind that the next week or so, there's a lot here of tension and power struggles, but at a personal level, you may have a new understanding, a new awareness of yourself that relates to the cancer parts of you that are ultimately pretty tender and soft, but that's what makes them strong. That's why they're very strong. And that cancer energy is very strong. For all the ways we talk about how it is sensitive and vulnerable, it is strong in the heart. It's strong in how it feels. So this is also a beautiful opportunity to open up to these parts of yourself. And that will continue through June, especially as the sun will move into cancer on June 20th. So just know that this is a big part of the energy over this next week and to stay mindful of what am I shielding or protecting myself from? Is it really unsafe or am I always safe? I'm always able to handle what comes my way. I'm always able to trust myself. And when I have clear boundaries, I don't take it in. I don't take in the other energy, the other opinions, the other thoughts, the other people trying to tell me what to do or the other ideas. It's sort of like these boundaries are very self-loving and that's what you can strengthen over this time period. Now on June 3rd, we're going to see the sun in Gemini trining Saturn in Aquarius at 13 degrees. This is wonderful for conversations, ideas, deciding something that makes sense, a making a commitment of some kind where there's something you're like, yes, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to go for. That's at 13 degrees. And this is a good energy for clarity. 
mental clarity, uh, what you need to communicate, something you need to present or say or speak on. This can actually be very useful during Mercury retrograde because that sun in Gemini is getting support from Saturn in Aquarius that shows you clarity where, aha, I have a new solution. I know what to do now. Venus in Cancer also trines Jupiter in Pisces on June 3rd at 2 degrees. And this is a very soft, loving, flowing energy. It could be easy to go shopping whenever Venus trines Jupiter. This is also where you're just trusting yourself. There's a sense of, I'm okay. This is good. I've got this handled. Things are happening. I'm supported. And the flow of intuition can be beautifully supported when there are these lovely connections in the water signs. Now we still have the ongoing dance between Mercury retrograde and Gemini squaring Neptune and Pisces. And I have been talking about this quite a bit, so I don't want to repeat myself here, but this energy does peak on June 5th. And there's a sense here that just stay open. It's okay to not know. It's okay to have questions. And this can bring up doubts. It can bring up a sense of, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, It can bring up the energy of, where is this going? What's happening? I don't see it. I don't trust it. It just can feel like a state of confusion may set in. And the opportunity here is to get out of your mind and to be aware of where your mind is going, right? The thoughts that come up, what you're processing, maybe the doubts, anything that's spinning. But that Neptune energy wants you to get out of your head, wants you to take a break, go play, go exercise, go listen to music, go for a good walk, get outside, go to the beach. It's sort of like get out of the confines of the mind because you're going to feel a freedom. There will be a freedom when you do something else, when you change your focus to more of what's happening around you and not get stuck in the figuring it out. Because part of this energy means that there will be delays in the figuring it out. In other words, we won't have all the answers right now. They will be showing up for us later in June and in July, which is not that far away considering how fast the whole year is going. But you don't have to know right now. And that can be very hard on our egos. That can be hard on even a sense of security and reliability. If you're looking for safety or stability, look within and just remind yourself, I will figure this out. I am so supported right now in whatever is happening and whatever changes you're moving through, whatever cycles you're moving through, whatever you're doing right now, you're so supported. And the more that you can give yourself a break, let yourself off the hook, the more that energy is going to flow through and you're probably going to feel it better. So it's a beautiful time to say, I don't have all the answers right now, and isn't that awesome? Isn't that exciting? I don't have to figure it out. It's not all on my shoulders right now. I can stay open. I can see what shows up. I can trust this process. I can also go easy on myself and enjoy some downtime because I feel like as much as things can be calling our attention and requiring us to get things done, there is a balancing support with the planets in water signs to 
just flow, just let it be, just go with what is and allow life to guide you. So for all the things we don't know and we don't have planned, and even as those plans shift and change, what an awesome gift. What a wonderful way to experience life that, okay, I can just be in this energy right now. I can enjoy myself. I can enjoy a nice glass of iced tea or this margarita and just hang out and not put too much pressure on myself. It's wonderful to feel this supported. It's amazing to feel this loved by the universe where I can handle whatever is coming through. I don't even know what it is yet, but it will be very supportive and exactly perfect. So when you affirm this energy for yourself, it then will give you a reassurance. It will calm down the worries. It will settle the nervous system. It will reduce the pressure on yourself to know the answers or details or figure it all out. And then this energy will also really strongly be embedded in your aura and in your ability to trust, to trust yourself and to trust what you aren't aware of and what you're not sure of just yet. And another important part of this is that then you open up your energy when you get out of your brain, when you get out of worry or anxiety or stress, when you step away from that and you work on opening up, you then allow in more messages and information. You're allowing in more spiritual guidance, which could give you exactly what you need when you're not expecting it. When you can know right away what is best for you or what to do next, but it comes through. It comes through as a receptive energy, something that you're receiving, and then you're energized to keep moving forward. So it's a beautiful dance between when you aren't over-focused or overthinking and you open up your own energy, then the information comes in, then exactly what you need will show up because you've opened up the energy. And I feel like that's one of the gifts of this Mercury retrograde in Gemini, especially squaring Neptune and Pisces, is that there could be this push-pull between the logical and the emotional, or between the cerebral functionings and what you are spiritually receiving. There are opportunities here for spiritual upgrades, for trusting your intuition more. It's sort of like you could play a little game with yourself or test something where you're like, okay, what does my logical mind say about this? But then what does my intuition say? What does my spiritual message feel like here? Or what is my emotional energy around this? And chances are, What the mind is processing or what that logical mind will focus on is going to shrink. It's not going to be as big or as dominant because the energy right now is opening you up to more of your intuition, more of your emotional world, and more of your own spiritual growth. This next week could also feel like there's lulls in the energy where time slows down where things are moving in slow motion. Uh, This could also feel like you're given a pause, you're given a break. It can feel like you're having an opportunity to catch up with yourself or catch up with whatever is in front of you. What you were wanting to get done the other day says, okay, I didn't get that done on Thursday and yet on Saturday you're able to spend time on it. 
it feels like there's just these slowdowns and these lulls, uh, just these openings of time that maybe you're getting the idea that it's good to trust the slowdown. It's good to trust when there is a period of rest and to not overthink it. And it could also be that you're feeling this energy ebbing and flowing, that there are times when it speeds up and then there's times when it slows down. So it's a very interesting dance right now where we have some very big energies coming in and then there's a quiet, there's a hush, there's just this softness and a beingness that can also feel very nurturing, especially during eclipse periods when the energies tend to be heightened and accelerated. So we certainly have the opportunity to calibrate and recalibrate at this time and to continue to trust those flows of energy as we stay mindful of where our attention goes and where our thoughts go. This is one way that we can really raise our experience of Gemini energies, where we tap into the mindfulness, we become that observer of the mind, we realize, oh, I'm overthinking this, or wow, I'm really spending a lot of mental energy on this. So be aware of that in yourself if that calls to you because it might be really fascinating to look at, wow, I spent 80% of my day looking at XYZ. I didn't realize I thought about it that much. And so what can you do to recalibrate it or to at least be more mindful of where you do want to spend your time and energy? Also keep in mind that it's during these lulls and these slower periods that we can have brand new ideas, brand new solutions come through, where again, the energy has opened up so that you can be receptive and receive exactly what you need. This Mercury retrograde, he's been traveling ahead of the sun. So Mercury is coming back to meet up with the sun on the eclipse and they're both conjoined there at 20 degrees of Gemini. So Mercury is bringing something back to your attention. It's bringing something back for you to be aware of or to reconsider, reprioritize, rework. There's new information that maybe you missed the first time or you overlooked or you didn't have much to say about it. Mercury is bringing something back to the sun. And in Gemini, this can be a story something that's being rewritten, a new narrative, a new understanding. There can be something that comes through that's about a second chance, a second opportunity. This can be new information that shifts a story or shifts something that you've been thinking about. So again, staying open is going to be very supportive here because then you're going to have the room and space for that new information or for whatever you missed the first time. I will be talking more about this Gemini solar eclipse next week, uh, but we're building up to it, we're sensing it, we're feeling it, and it is a really lovely new start to something that maybe you're doing a second time around or you're revisiting. Like it wasn't the right time previously, but now maybe you're feeling like it's right on time in this month of June. Now, both Mercury and Gemini can be tricksters and pranksters. Uh, Gemini loves to have fun and be playful, let loose. And so I wanted to share with you a quick prank that I pulled on a coworker probably 20 years ago now, but it's very much about this energy of Mercury and Gemini retrograde. So I worked in an office with this young guy named Josh, and Josh was always leaving his car keys 
everywhere in the office. He would just leave them randomly at the front desk by a water fountain, on someone's desk. He would leave them in the kitchen. They would just be all over the place. And I was always teasing him about his keys. And it's like, why are you leaving your keys everywhere? And he had this logic that, well, if I can find my keys, then I can always find my truck, so I'm not that worried about it. And I thought, well, let's just test this logic. So one day when Josh was in a meeting, his keys were left on someone's desk. And so I picked up his keys. I went and I got in his truck and I moved it. Then I returned the keys to where he left them. And I went about the rest of my morning. At lunchtime, I was watching and waiting for him to go to lunch. So Josh is walking around everywhere looking for his keys because he doesn't ever remember where he put them. So he finds his keys and I watch him go out to the parking lot and he stops, stares, and just keeps blinking at where his truck was parked. You can see that someone's blinking because they're not quite processing the fact that what they're expecting to see is gone, right? So he's just standing there blinking. He turns around, comes back inside, He goes right to my desk and he goes, you think you're pretty funny, don't you? And I said, yes, I do think I'm pretty funny. And he goes, where's my truck? I said, well, today is an amazing day to be in the office because there's complimentary off-site parking, which means your vehicle was moved off-site for free at no charge to you. It was a special today only opportunity. He goes, are you kidding me? Like, no, I'm not kidding you. This is very serious. He goes, where's my truck? I was like, it's four blocks that way. But there's more good news because since this is complimentary, I did not put it in the parking garage, which means you would have had to pay, but it's complimentary, so it's free. So it's not in the parking garage. And there's even more good news. It's a beautiful day for a walk. You cannot beat that weather. So he didn't know how to respond, meaning he didn't know if he should laugh or be pissed off at me, but he wasn't pissed off and he actually thought that my little prank was very well played since he always left his keys around everywhere, making his vehicle essentially a free-for-all for whoever found his keys. And yet it never changed the fact that he kept leaving his keys around everywhere, but he would run out to the parking lot to check if his truck was still there. Like he just created this ongoing joke in the office about who would steal his truck next or what would happen to it. So very Mercury and Gemini, especially retrograde, where you have to be careful of people like me who will play a prank on you or who will find an opportunity to tease you or mess with you out of fun. So the Gemini energy is ultimately wanting fun and to be playful. It's lighthearted. It's not damaging. It's not meant to be mean. But there is this sense of not being so serious and allowing something to make you laugh. And I have to say that after I did that, I was terrified of leaving my desk, especially leaving anything valuable because I didn't know how or when he would retaliate. And actually he did not retaliate because I always had my keys with me. So anyways, just a little anecdotal story there for you about how this energy can show up, about how it is about maybe having fun, doing something lighthearted, finding ways to laugh and just enjoy the day. When you're feeling that it's getting heavy or serious, uh, there's always beautiful things to focus on. There's always ways to laugh and not be too much in our heads. 
So as the energies continue to build towards this Gemini solar eclipse, it is a wonderful time to stay aware of your mind and your thoughts, where your energy is going, what you're spending time on. And it's also important to be very aware of your emotional world and any new boundaries that are coming to your awareness right now that you are being almost required to enforce. And this can be uncomfortable at times, but it's also very necessary right now, especially with so many energies working with us, moving through us, and of course, all the activations that are happening on the planet. For those of you who are interested in knowing more about the energies of June, you can find out all of the transits and how they're showing up in your natal chart in my June 2021 Soul Growth Astrology webinar program that has four individual teaching webinars that help you track the energies in your natal chart. So be sure and check that out. You can use coupon code Gemini to get all of it for only $11. And I hope it helps you in navigating this month as well as seeing where the energies are showing up for you, especially with the Gemini solar eclipse and the second square between Saturn and Uranus which will be exact June 14th. So we will be talking more about that in next week's podcast episode. As always, thank you so much for joining me. It is a joy to connect with you through this energy and through these astrological understandings. I hope that this is a supportive podcast for you and that it resonates with where you're at on your journey now. I will be back here every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode. In the meantime, you can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where all of my current online programs can be found, including astrology and business development programs. And I'm also the author of 10 books. All 10 books are available online. A number of them are paperbacks and quite a few of them are also audiobooks, which you can find on Amazon and Audible, as well as Apple. I'm wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Hope that you are feeling these energies in beautiful ways. And I'll be back here soon to connect with you for another astrology topic. Thank you so much and I'll see you soon.